a startup, it's incredibly challenging. You know, for yourself, I imagine no day is ever the same. Um, and you, you kind of don't always know what's coming your way as well. How do you train yourself and adapt yourself to be resilient and to sort of overcome unforeseen challenges? Yeah, so I've got a, a few key people in the business that when we've had extremely, you know, consequential things happen, they're the people that I go to and approach first rather than me walking into the room and absolutely losing my mind. Because, you know, as a founder, there's it's very emotional. So you have to learn when to switch the emotion off, which is something that I've learned a lot over the last nine months of um, this is my baby, but I can't just keep on saying it's my baby because no one's going to understand that. At the same time, I don't expect any of my, my staff and team members to work, you know, outside of hours. If they do it, great, fantastic, the collective. But I don't expect them to do 14, 16 hour days because at the end of the day, that's just not sustainable. It's not realistic. Um, so there are the things that I have at the forefront of my mind of when we go through a challenging time, there's certain individuals who I'll go to first, like James CTO, um, and we'll talk it, and we'll usually battle the, the battle it out ourselves. And then we'll think, okay, how's best to approach the situation and kind of take that forward to the rest of the business and team. And what do all that, you know, what does that look like per department? So for marketing, for ops, for engineering, you know, if it's a change in legislation, legislation, say for example, what does that look like? Because that's a knock-on effect across the business. Um, but for me, you know, I as a person, a lot of people have said to me, oh Lydia, you're extremely resilient. Because you know, not that I've had a tough life, I've just had really Oh, lots of extreme highs and extreme lows like lots of people do there's a thing in me which is like I'm only in competition with myself so you'll probably notice this on LinkedIn I will only when I talk I like to make sure I know what I'm talking about otherwise I don't get involved I don't come I don't get into LinkedIn spats I don't get into anything whatsoever because I like to make sure that it, it you know I'm talking and I'm talking with impact because it's positive and it you know, I'm an extremely positive person. And from a routine perspective, I journal, I meditate, I work out to deal with my own stress. So that, that never reflects. It's very, very rare. And you could ask anyone on my team that I lose the plot with anyone in the team. I don't think I have with them. I think I've lost the plot with people externally. Um, but you have to manage keeping it cool. Because at the end of the day, the thing that you balance as a founder is everyone does turn a look to you in a crisis to navigate through the crisis. So if you're running around like a headless chicken, it's probably not the best example um, that you want to set. But at the same time, you know, there's mental health in on that and there's we're in and we're going to either win together or we're going to lose together. So you need to be able to break that ice and be transparent on things that you, you think you should be transparent about. Um, Cause otherwise you're just adding a lot more pressure and I think what, you know, as a business, you, you know, what you absorb and the people that you have around you are mentors, advisors, investors, or the friends who are founders, they all help, you know, in those challenging times, you know, how do you bounce back out of a place like that? COVID, how many businesses have bounced back in COVID? How many people have you seen collectively who you would never imagine working together, helping each other out? In challenging times, you see, you know, the who stands by you. And I think as a team, 
you know, you see how people deal with the pressure. Um, you know, we have certain members of our team who are quite quiet. We have certain members who are quite vocal and that's fine. You know, you need that in a setting to understand and as a founder, analyze how are the team feeling about this situation or this product move or this launch. So I think over time you understand it a little bit better, but in the early days it's challenging. There's no, there's no ifs or buts and people who think it's an easy job to found a business and grow a business. It is probably one of the most challenging, emotionally challenging, physically challenging things you would do because a lot of your life does go on hold from a founder level, not from a team level. Um, and you sacrifice a lot. And, you know, in, in many situations, successful founders, you're an outsider for quite a long time because you're seeing something that, you know, you're seeing a behavior in your market that you want to create, or you're creating a new category in some cases. And the existing people in the market don't understand. And they'll be like the laggards on the adoption curve. And you'll have your early adopters who will be like, oh, I see that. We've been waiting for that solution. So you will have days when you get on calls with people and you think, oh, this is a waste of time. And I used that used to what I used to walk away from calls and say to myself, that was a waste of time. What I've realized now is it's all information. You decide what to action. You decide and you're in control of your own emotions. So someone has ruffled you up the wrong way, how you react and manage that is entirely, you know, individual and personal.